19. Ready to talk some football. You ready? It's home as ready league as I'll ever season. be, Batman. <laughs> home league redraft season. It's always a fun time. Always get some craziness. I guess I saw some guy was in, uh, I think, a 14-team super flex. He got Mahomes and Lamar. No. How? If you're like pick eight, I'd be happy. That's what I was, I was trying to figure <laughs> out which which slot where he was slotted to. He pull had to off. be at the end. Had to be. Had to be. Everyone just going RB crazy. You would, yeah, you would think. Wow. I mean, I mean, good but job it's that fun guy. Time of the year. Um, we like to talk fancy. We like to talk, especially DFS. About to come pumped up, making our lineups. Um, <laughs> you know what? What I said now. Uh, Buy a book. He's great. Buy a no, book. No, it was close. He said, DFS is right about the corner. We're about to come. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, moving on, sex man. Uh, we like, you know, talk some bets, you know, just whatever the hell we want to talk about. Um, happy to be in full season mode where we'll be here every week. And, um, you know, I think we're just ready to go. We got our last two divisions. We got the NFC South. We got the NFC West, which is That's an exciting crack. division. We're double stacking today because I had a sick child last week. Just we had a vomiting. A vomit situation. After I texted you that, um, it was, there's, I was like, oh, God, puke everywhere. And Lincoln, he has bunk beds. I was like, bunk beds were a terrible decision. <laughs> Why would you let us do this? <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> um all right, so as you thought, speaking of so bad, um, this is just the Bucks and everyone else sucks, um, but we don't really do that. <laughs> what we're doing is we're talking about a couple of guys we like with redraft ADP because it's right around the corner, like we said, and, um, you know, just guys we like at where they're going, and we'll move on. I'll go first because I'm going to be selfish, and I'm wearing his jersey because it's NFC South, and it's Kyle Pitts. Um, got to. Tight end three. Uh, pretty much unanimously, I think between for pretty much everybody, um, he's my tight end too. Don't tell Mark Andrews. Ooh, spicy. Um, he's going pick thirty-one, three hundred seven. Many people, many, many, many people are going to tell you that's going too early. Atlanta sucks. I don't care if you took him one hundred one. I wouldn't blame you because you can't take Cal Pitts too early, in my opinion. Um, no. I um, he's a demigod. Saw one play in the preseason. Okay, here. I'm going to put one of our friends on blast. I don't even remember who said it in chat. You posted the clip, and he was like, that wasn't even a good move. I was like, bro, that was such a subtle move. It was so good. Like, right. It was so he good you didn't even post. watch. Like, I th- or not watch. I was like, it was so good you didn't even see it. Like, <laughs> And, like, was- a 6'6 guy shouldn't be moving like he did against that Jets. We're talking about that deep play where – I think he got – I think it – isn't it Brees Hall on defense or something like that? Bryce Hall, something very close to the running back's name on defense because they got uh, – It was someone, like, pretty good. Right, yeah. It was a real, I think it was a second-year player. But anyway, yeah, uh, he just got him because he's just really, really, really talented. Um, He's Calvin Johnson on the Lions where it's like – I'm not saying he's going to be, like, arguably the GOAT. I'm just saying, like, where he's just that physical freak that it doesn't matter that he's on a trash team. You just trust right. the talent. Um. The outside he presents being able to sign him at tight end means he doesn't even have to be like a 20-point-a-game player to be that crazy. If he's 15 points, then that's bananas at tight end. Um, it's just a lean-winning move, league-winning move, easy for me to say. 
Uh, don't let people shame you about it. Um, many people said, like, next year, would you be surprised if he's getting taken where Kelsey's getting taken? No. Like, he is an incredible player. Um, only 110 targets last year. That's six and a half per game. Like, there's so much more room for growth. Like, he could easily get two, three more games. I, like, would you be surprised at all? Like, I just don't get why people are, like, concerned. I think he got a quarterback upgrade. I do, too. Even though Mariota, like, ain't shit. But, like, Mariota's going to be able to extend plays. And you know where that's going to help? Chucking it to your big man. And, like, on the scramble. So Ritter, like, if Ritter gets in, like, Ritter's got a cannon. Ritter's going to be looking to prove himself. Like, where is he else going to look to? Right? Mariota, yeah. to your point, is going to do extend. And at the end of the day, like, this is probably going to be his last ever chance to be a starter. And, like, <clears throat> it's got a ticking, client, ticking time bomb already. Like, he's going to get replaced at some point. So why not be like, like, let's go. You know what I mean? Like, why play conservative Mariota ball? Like, I don't know. I think. I know probably. He still will. But... Spots. Yeah. But at the same time, like, I think they're going to manufacture touches for him because they're complete idiots if they don't. And he played right. half the year at age 20 last year. He doesn't turn 22 until October. That's Crazy. still the craziest thing. Yeah, he's not even like fully formed like an adult. Like he's still like growing <laughs> into his body. Like you know what I mean? Like, like I don't mean that disrespectfully. Like he's obviously like a no, it's crazy. terrifying. Right. He's a freak, <laughs> but it's just like he could be so much better. Uh how do you want to do this? Want me to go through all mine, and then you go through all yours, or go back and forth? No, I'm gonna go I'll give one so you don't s- don't jack me. That's what <laughs> I was thinking. That's why I wanted to give you a chance. Uh my first one's fat Lenny. He's going twenty fourth overall, I think, is what I wrote down. RB twenty four, right. or no, no RB fourteen. I mean, yeah, is what that I meant to sense. say. And one of my cats just stepped on my a kid's toy and made. I was wondering what was going on there. I thought yeah. we were we, being invaded. It we are by cats. No, <laughs> <laughs> don't fuck with cats. Yeah. Don't never fuck with cats. Uh, Lenny's going twenty fourth overall, running back fourteen. Um. This is just, they're going to just give him the ball. Like, the past handful of seasons, the dude catches a ton. Uh, he scores a lot. He gets a lot of touches. The team's really good. Don't overthink it. Like, the the proof's in the pudding. Like, the results are there. And nothing much else is changing to, like, make you think otherwise. So, I think that's my first one. Uh, I agree. I think Lenny's in for another big one. Uh, to like kind of piggyback on that, I do think Tampa Bay running back is going to eat. I just don't trust Lenny between one reason and another, whether it's his conditioning, his health, whatever. Um, but I do think the running back position is going to catch a lot of passes, and that's why I like Rashad White at pick. He's RB48, pick 136. So feel free, grab Lenny and grab White, rounds way like we're talking 13th round baby like way later right um i just my strategy this year is to hit wide receiver up early and then grab all the running backs who if something broke their way could have an opportunity and that's why i like rashad white maybe it's only for a couple games where he has like oh i can start him or he's a flex but this dude was the best receiving back uh per pff um in college um so that's a huge thing for brady right and then um, he has home run ability, too. He is a home run that 100%. Um, I think the interior O-line injuries, I think it hurts the running rushing attack 
more than it hurts Brady. More on that later. And so um, I definitely agree with you that Lenny, if he stays healthy, can definitely – he's going to catch a ton of passes. Like, he's going to be, like, you know, 80-plus passes if he plays every game. I just don't think he does. And so that's why I want Rashad White. I I mean, if you can snag them both and get that handcuff, that's huge. And, yeah, this draft is loaded if we're talking redraft is loaded with those type of dudes who, you know, if things break your way, like you said, and I'm a fan of, of going that strategy. Uh, mm-hmm. My second guy is Chris Olave. He's going to hundred and fourth overall and wide receiver 44. Yeah. Uh, Michael Thomas is, we still don't know what the hell is going on. Like I have reports, don't trust MT. Right. He had the reports that came out that, you know, things are going great. You know, he's going to play, but then it kind of, that kind of backtracked. And now we're not, now we're not sure. So like, we aren't like, what the hell's going on there? Who knows? Uh, wait and see. Uh, I like, I really like the sign of Landry. I think he's going to be a really good player for him. I think real football wise, that was a great, great, great move for them. But uh, Alave is just, I don't, I'm not going to say he's that dude because he isn't, but he is, gonna be one of those dudes who just he can get himself open he's just a good football player and i think at wide receiver 44 when you're looking at the pecking order and what's around him he he just deserves his 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 uh, his opportunity alone deserves higher than what he's being drafted at yeah so i also had a lot of this i'll say what i was gonna say i agree with everything you said 100 percent um i think he was ready to come out of the draft as a junior. So him staying an extra year in college with probably the best wide receiver coach in college, Brian Hartline. Um, I think it's only made him, you know, more NFL ready. Like you said, I agree. I don't think he's like best wide receiver in football, um, but I do think he's absolutely ready to play. And like, he's got a, you know, Jameis Winston's a veteran quarterback. You know, there's that scheme. I know Champagne's gone, but they kept, you know, their coordinators. And so basically it's going to like, nothing's really changing. And so I think, you know, Jameis, LASIK Jameis is going to Jameis. Like, he's going to go YOLO <laughs> and throw it deep and say, fuck it, Olave's down there somewhere. Because um, that's something that Olave does exceptionally well is get open deep. Um, he's a precise route runner, so I think that could also help. Um, but yeah, I just don't trust MT until I see it. And then I also agree with Landry. Um, I almost put him on the list. He's a great back end if depending how deep your league is, you know, kind of wide receiver to add that if MT is out, like Landry is going to catch passes. And so maybe he's a flex or maybe he's just a depth guy, a bi-week guy. I don't know. But I definitely like Landry as well for like yeah, later. He's he's one of those just totally not sexy guys that mm-hmm. people just constantly pass on in a draft. But he's one of those dudes that when you're struggling and you really need to play a guy, yeah, that, that five, six points he's going to, you know, throw out for you on a bad week, you're going to need it. Mm-hmm. With like, and maybe he falls into the end zone, you know, right. Or whatever. Um, but yeah, I agree with, I like that a lot of they call. Um, my next one, I'm going to say Brady. He's the GOAT. Uh, QB 10, pick 81. I like him. Um, you know, you, you've looked smart betting on Tom Brady <laughs> uh, if you've been doing it for a while. And, uh, you know, like I said, I know the interior O line. There's a lot of departures or retirees or injuries, and that sucks. But the only QB who got the ball, who got rid of the ball quicker than Brady, was Big Ben. 
Um, you know, so I don't think having, you know, interior pressure quicker than normal is going to like very much affect Brady because he is that guy. Like he can get rid of it that quick. Um, you know, Russell Gage is good underneath. Godwin's going to be back. He's great underneath. And then you got Mike Evans, precise route runner, big body. He could throw it up to, right? He can just, um, you know, he had 719 attempts last year, second most ever. Even if there's some regression, he's still fine. Like, he's going to pass a ton. Um, and then when, at, when healthy, is the only wide receiver core better than this one that you can even argue Cincinnati? I mean, Evans, Godwin, yeah, Gage, I mean, uh, Julio, Julio for the couple games he has. <laughs> uh, was trying to trade Cameron Bray to someone, and he told me, oh, well, we just know who Bray is. And I'm like, yeah, a guy who Brady trusts and is currently the top tight end on his depth chart. Well, I think he said Julio is going to take his role. And I said, until his hamstrings explode to dust. <laughs> or his non-functional toe. Like his foot is messed up. His lower, bo- his lower body is just screwed up, period. Mm-hmm. It's always hamstring, thigh, ankle, knee, foot. <laughs> right. How, like, so are you, like, at all fading Brady? Because I've seen some people saying, like, you know, age, no. in, uh, O-line, you know, Godwin not healthy, you know, Evans getting older. That's uh Tom Brady can't do it anymore until I see it. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not worried at all. He was, I, in my opinion, he should have been the MVP last year. Um, you know, and he's doing whatever whatever he's doing with his face and everything else, you know, as far <laughs> as keeping himself young. So I'm sure he's finding a way. Even if he is using PEDs, the league wouldn't let that shit leak. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, Aaron Rodgers does drugs, so and he's li- and that's fine. All right. All right. You got anybody else? I got one. Uh, yeah, I got one. I know oh, I don't. Crim- Mine's being criminally underdrafted. Um, ADP wise, it's Christian McCaffrey. Why are we still still not drafting him one overall? This is insanity. Really? Okay. Okay. You're this one is of those bananas. You're one of those people. I am a CMC truther. He's the one on one this year. Uh, miss me with the injury talk with him. Uh, the dude was like hobbled up last year and they still were just giving him the most elite usage ever. There's no reason to think that he's not going to get that usage again. There's reason to think that JT's usage is going to go down because, you know, that's a team competing for the playoffs and trying to like win real football games. Uh, They also, I've said before, I just don't trust Reich. Um, it's fucking Christian McCaffrey. We have never seen a fantasy player like him ever. No, I'm pretty confident he has the highest ever points per game or like anyone who's played like a decent amount of games. Um, so no, I I think he's 102, 100%. Like, but I, I would still go JT just because of youth and because he's like, he hasn't proven that you shouldn't trust him. I know you hate the Colts. I think that has a little bit of something. No, I think I think they have reason to 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 slow their roll with him a little bit, if anything, to preserve him. Because no, I trying... think 
like they're trying. I think to... Hines will catch a lot of passes this year with the dunk right. down from Matt Ryan. Hines has definitely been a target I like. Where where the Panthers, you really think they're going to pull CMC off the field, throw Chuba Hubbard out there a lot? I got um, no idea what the Panthers are doing. Well, how no, dare me you either. ask me? How dare you ask me what I think the Panthers are doing? Like, why are they trading for Visca when they already have like three deep at wide receiver? Plus, like everyone loves She Smith again, and they got CMC. Like, and but then they also have Baker, who's like needs to be a low volume quarterback. I, 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 nobody knows what's going on in Carolina. Not even Brian. Ain't nobody got time for that. What's going on in Utah? What's going on in Carolina? I don't know. Mm-mm, people are asking. But yeah, Anyways. I uh, I think it's a lively debate. Uh, I would go JT. Um, that's just I just feel safer there. But um, I think you're crazy if you don't take McCaffrey in at 101 or 102. I bet you that there's people who who just who aren't because they're scared of injury. Oh, I've seen him slip, especially in basketball drafts. Definitely, his are like fluky injuries. They're not like I don't know. I just it's not like a hamstring. Yeah, soft tissue stuff. It's not like he blew his knee or has a Liz Frank or, you know. Right. It's nothing major that sh- like, should scare you. Chronic shoulder injury. Like, you always worry about that with, like, pass catchers and running backs. Um, no, I'm with you there. I forgot right, you took a lot of I don't have anybody else. Hit us with NFC West. We're moved to the NFC West. I only got two here. Okay. Um, my first one, old Brandon Ayuk. I got him. guys going nice. 95 overall at wide receiver 38. Um, finally out of the damn doghouse. Right. Uh, uh, yeah, they still got Debo, obviously. You know, Kittle's mm-hmm. there. Like, we obviously know what's going on with that offense. But down the stretch last year, uh, Ayuk was finally getting rolling again. And he doesn't mm-hmm. even have to be crazy good to, to outperform his ADP. And this is just going to be a good offense. So, like, get a get a starting piece of a good offense who has talent uh, at, you know, rolling into the 7th, eighth, 8th eighth round. I mean, I'm down for that. Okay. So, I agree. He's going, you know, pick 96, like you said. That's end of the 8th round, beginning of the ninth. So, you're talking, like, you know, probably you're one of your bench guys, right? Assuming that you're waiting at QB and, you know, defense and stuff. Um his rookie year was prolific. Like we said this last year, like he should have had a good year last year and started in the doghouse, like you said. So um, he, he can produce his level. And I love Debo as much as anybody. But, I mean, the amount of long TDs he had are so easily could be like, oh, he got taken down to two instead. You know what I mean? Like it's right. so – that can Fluky flip. in a way. Yeah. You know, it's easy for that to change. You know, regression is a popular word. So there's, there's just a ton of variance there. I think – Kittle is the odd man out. Uh, I, one because I, his play style just he beats himself up. Like he, it's so much fun to watch, but like he's gonna miss time. He just does, especially I as he's aging. Am out on Kittle this year as well. Um, mm-hmm. I have no shares. First of all, like you said, but second of all, he's like notorious for like three games a year that everybody just remembers and says, Oh, this is who he is. And like 180 yards and two touchdowns. And that's just not who he is. Like he has the capability to do that, obviously, but he's not Kelsey. He's Mm -hmm. not Andrews. 
and he's not Pitts. He's not. He's just not those guys. And people like to put him in that tier. I just don't think he is. No. All right. So the the next thing I wanted to say was like all the reports are saying Ayuk and Lance have like the best connection, which a lot of people really trust what the beat reporters say, what they see in practice. I do. I think that's I something. do. They're the best source. I mean, right. The second thing I wanted to bring up though was this Jimmy Garoppolo news where he got his extension to take a pay cut. What do you think that means for Lance? Because I got I got a take. What do you want to say, Mike? No. Um it's very interesting. To me, it to me it first shows nobody wanted Jimmy. Yes. Um but two I don't know. A part of me is like, maybe they don't fully trust Lance. That's what I think. So here's conspiracy theory. So I know he had his shoulder surgery. And so they say that's why his trade market was like down. Um, I probably so. Um, but also it's like, maybe Lance isn't showing them that they're ready to go because this defense is going to slap everything besides mm-hmm. the quarterback should be incredible. And, like, I do think from a fantasy-wise perspective, like, Lance will be fine as long as he's playing every game because he, he's going to rush. But I don't know if that's the kind of offense that they want. Like, you know, they're paying Debo crazy money. They got you. They got Kittle. Like, they have all the weapons to have a dangerous passing game. And, like, they haven't had this dangerous passing game. So if they're not going to have an elite passing game, then why wouldn't they stick with what's been working for the most part with Garoppolo? And so maybe this is, like, a little bit of insurance where they're like, hey, like, we're going to go with Lance, but, like, if we got some bad games and we're not winning, we're, we're going back to GQ because they have to know how this is going to play with the fans uh-huh. and how this is going to play in that locker room that has, like, won games with Garoppolo. Like, I think we're on the same page that we don't think Garoppolo is any good. But at the same time, like, we see this all, like, people, like, keep paying Kirk Cousins. You know what I mean? Like, right. There's familiarity in his system, and he's won games. He's gotten into the Super Bowl. He's gotten deep in the playoffs, you know, an NFC Championship game outside that. So I think this is, like, it's made it so that Lance, like, had a 0% chance of getting benched to, like, I don't know, 10 15%. I and think like, there's something there. Right. And so I just – I would be nervous if Lance was my guy. Um, and I just think that – well, and partially because I do think he's going to struggle. Like, I, I just don't – He's played. He I hasn't feel, played like a game since twenty nine. Like I know he played a couple games last year, but he hasn't been a starter in so long. I don't know. I'd feel great if I was a Niners fan, though. Oh, keeping GQ. Yeah, I know a lot of said, people are probably going to complain because oh, we could have gotten a pick or whatever. But like, how many teams in the league can say if their quarterback goes down, their season isn't over? Like, yeah. And then now they don't. Mm-hmm. Now they got, you know, probably the best backup in the league. And then, and I have heard, you know, devil's advocate, like they're doing this because they couldn't trade him for what they want. So now they right. get his pay cut down. He has the no trade so he can control, you know, and then he's going to be a free agent. So he can, can control where he goes. But then this also is like, if, you know, some quarterbacks does go down for a team, then they can trade for Garoppolo in week three or whatever. And so this, there is an avenue for that. So if you wanted to be like, you know, this doesn't affect Lance because they're just holding on to GQ for a reasonable amount and then they're still trying to trade him for the deadline after an injury, 
I think that makes sense too. But I definitely like my conspiracy theory. All right. And holding so was, on to him to, to trade for when someone else's quarterback goes down is smart. Yeah. All right. So my next one, um, I'm going to pick someone. Well, I'll save him because I, I bet you're picking him. I'm going to go with someone a little spicy. I'm going to go DK Metcalf. Okay. So pick 49, wide receiver 19, beginning of the fifth round. So we're talking, you know, this is going to be like your wide receiver two, maybe your wide receiver three. So, again, you can kind of put up with a little bit of risk there. But at the end of the day, the dude's a freak. He's just an animal of an athlete. Um, and any NFL QB should be able to hit him. Now, I do think Drew Locke and Geno Smith are going to test that theory. <laughs> but any QB in the NFL should, in theory, be able to hit DK, right? I mean, that's a reasonable statement. Yes. Um, I'm pretty sure in six games with Geno, he had five touchdowns. It was something – along those lines. So like he had pretty good touchdown rapport with Gino. Um, I think Lockett's the one who suffers the most because him and a hundred percent. Right. Um, and then, like I said, you know, you can handle a little bit of risk. And I just think that, you know, I know I like to start, you know, wide receiver heavy at the beginning. So if like DK was my wide receiver three, I would have no complaints with that. Oh, that'd be, that'd be great. I'm with you. Yeah. Um, Russell. Plus they're going to stop. They're going to have to throw it. Yeah. Russell made Lockett more than Russell made DK. Mm-hmm. Uh, my last guy here, um, it's Zach Ertz. I really like okay. Zach Ertz this year. He's 94th overall. He's going tight at nine. And if I were to find be able to find a bet or something, I would put a bet that he would finish four to six. I think he's right in that wow. next tier this year with um, Dallas Goddard and Dalton Schultz. Wow. I think if that's he finished like tight end four, that would be insane. Tight end four through six, somewhere in there. I think um, coming down the stretch last year when he was brand new to the team, I mean, he was eaten with Hopkins on the field. He's going to be the short area guy. He doesn't need explosiveness anymore. They know, like, He's just this tight end who can get to that spot in the zone, get to the chains, whatever. He's he was already doing it last year, mm-hmm. like I said. And with no no Hopkins, you take him out of the equation. Obviously, we both love Hollywood Brown. He's probably your last last pick here. <laughs> um, and he is definitely going to take some of that away, but he's also going to take attention away. Yeah. So stretch the field. I, with what I saw last year, I like I test alone with the limited amount of work that Kyler and him got together. And now they've got an off season, six games without Hopkins. I'm a huge Ertz fan this year. Yeah, I, I took him. I took him in Scott Fishbowl. So obviously I really like him too. Um, although that one's tight end premium, which I think helps him more. Cause I think he's like, Jason Witten type, you know, where I don't think uh-huh. he's going to have like tight end one, tight end two weeks, but I think he's going what like tight end eight in this draft. Like, I think that's nine. I think he's that's like a hundred percent. I think he's like seven to ten in that range. And I think he's going to be like seven to ten almost every single week. So if you wait at tight end because you don't get one of the top three guys, he's absolutely a target of mine. Of like, I just think he's going to like you said he's going to catch passes. Um, Arizona's got a tough schedule. 
Uh, their defense, they lost Chandler Jones. Like, I think their defense is going to be bad. I think they're going to be in shootouts. Um, and I kind of think that's good with Arizona. I think that's kind of how they want to play. Um, so I, I like that. I almost picked him, but I already had two other Cardinals. I got two more. But so. see, I think one more thing on Ertz is, like you said, uh, his seven tight end seven to ten weeks. Honestly, I think that's his floor. Like, that's what he's going to do every week. And then yeah. he's going to have spike weeks. So, like, yeah, I, I'm a huge fan of where he's getting drafted. Um, so the other guy, you already mentioned him, Hollywood. He's going wide receiver 24. That is not allowed. Any I draft I have, he's never going to make it that far. I didn't put draft, him on my list because I didn't want to take this away from you. Right. Uh, pick 61. So we're talking beginning of the sixth round. Yes, please. Um, yeah. Uh, I have, some, like I said, I like DK. He's going a full round earlier than Hollywood. Straight up, I would pick Hollywood over DK. But I do I like would too. Um, yeah. So the guy that's been the best deep ball passer the last two years that has the most money throws, which is defined as a throw that needs exceptional skill or athleticism, um, is now getting Hollywood Brown, who's the second best deep threat behind Tyreek. I mean, that one, at least one that doesn't rely on, like, being, you know, 6'3", 220. Right. Like, you know, like, he's just faster than almost anybody else. Um, And so I think this is a match made to hell in heaven. Plus, they already played together at OU for the tune of 75 catches, 1,318 yards, 10 touchdowns in 12 games in college. Like, Hollywood wanted out of Baltimore for two years and like he did it quietly. Cause he's like, I love Lamar. I love the system, but like this system isn't made for me. And last year he's still producing that system. I think getting to a system like Arizona versus Baltimore is such a big upgrade. I think people are absolutely sleeping, not to mention Nuke being out for the first six games. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think it's short King power activate. If, if Hopkins was playing all year, I would pick Hollywood over him. Mm. I think so. I I think we'd be alone. But I think Honestly, so. once you I don't remember when you first started cluing me in on how elite of a deep ball passer Kyler is, but ever since then, I've obviously known. And yeah, once they got Hollywood, it was like oh to the moon. Yeah, I need to um, look him up because he does a deep ball. I think it's called Deep Ball Project um every year and it was why i wanted to find i can't find this i'll find him and tweet him out but anyway he 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 does a deep ball project every year and after college's rookie year i kind of thought he was only good because he was running you know what i mean and then they Mm -hmm. posted this deep ball project and he was the second best deep ball passer that year and then every year since the second and third year he's been the best um he's just an elite elite He's got an absolute cannon of an arm. He was a baseball outfielder. Like he's just he's got that arm. Like he can do the Russell Wilson dropped in the bucket thing. Um, and then he's great at extending plays, just like Russell Wilson. Like he's basically just like a mini version, which is scary because Russ Wilson is already kind of small. But anyway, um <laughs> he it's just a match made in heaven in my idea. And I do think Hollywood opens up Ertz being a legit field stretcher that they never really had. And yes. I think they open up my next pick, James Conner. Um, so I guess he's my Lenny version of this. Uh, he's RB 16 pick 29. So basically same spot 
where Lenny's going, maybe a little bit later. Pick 305. Um, like I said, I like going wide receiver early. And so if I go wide receiver, wide receiver to start the draft, I think James Conner is definitely someone I'm targeting as far as my first RB. Um, now, he was definitely TD dependent last year. He scored a lot. But at the same time, he scored TDs in 11 of his last 13 games. Like once he took over for, you know, over Chase Edmonds, like – he scored almost every week. So, like, if he's going to, you know, be TD dependent, that's fine if he's scoring every single week. Um, All right. Additionally, his last seven games, he caught 32 passes. Like, one of those games, he caught nine passes. Like, he he was catching, like, four or five, six, like, almost every single game. So, if he's catching some passes, he's scoring a TD, that's exactly what you're looking for at a running back. Now, his health definitely scares me. Um, but if you're grabbing him in the third, it's not like you're grabbing, you know, him at the end of the first, beginning of the second, like you're allowed to be a little bit more, you know, right? High variance or a little riskier, you know, later in the draft as you go. Um, so I don't love him like that. Like he's not my ideal pick for an RB one, but I'm very happy with where he's going. Uh, I think he's being undervalued based on what I think the Arizona Cardinals offense is going to look like. I think that's the the best point there. There's just going to be a high flying offense. Just get your pieces. Yeah. They're going to be cooking. All right. That's all I got. Ooh. Speaking of cooking, my boy, Man City, Erling Holland, he got a Hattie in 38 minutes. Dude is not freaking fair. He should have had a hat trick in every single game. Uh, I know. He, it's unreal. Like, he missed, he's had so many opportunities. They're like, well, how? Wait, what? You didn't you didn't score that? That went off the post. That went just over the bar. What's going on? Um, but yeah, he's just incredible. I'm calling him Scandinavian Jesus. I hope that's not. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's going on over there, but I hope that's not gonna make him upset. But because I know he's listening, he's a friend of the pod. Look it up. Yeah, friend of the pod for sure. Scandinavian Jesus. But yeah, Man City is an absolute wagon. If you like watching Scott some soccer teams score goals, you should watch Man City. Because, um, oh, yeah, no chance they don't win the, the, the title, right? I don't know how any like <laughs> every game they get down like two goals, it doesn't even matter. They score like three in 10 minutes, it's weird. They're literally like the Warriors, third quarter Warriors, where it's like, yeah, we'll get oh, it. It's the best, <laughs> we'll, we'll yeah, get it. Ain't we nothing <laughs> 24 in a row, boom, right? Um, next cooking, this one's crazy. So, TO. One of my OG favorite wide receivers to have in fantasy football. He was a beast. Oh, uh, yeah. Him and some other people, I don't know who it was, they ran in the 40 at the Titans facility. Dude ran 4-3-8 at 40 years, 48 years old. 4-3-8. bananas. You ask most 48-year-olds to run 40 yards, a hammy is going to die on like at least 60 of them. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Whether like if you run the fastest, like if you run as fast as you can, you get, you know, three thousand dollars. They're like really going like for a, it. They're all gonna get ten, hurt. Probably like a ten percent rate of you know participants needing physical therapy after. Yeah, so many hammies blown. Um but yeah, Tio, <clears throat> he, he's just built different. He still looks, looks like he can play. It's just it's crazy. Um, our last cooking is Damian Pierce drafters who had an early draft because mm-hmm. Marlon Mack got cut and signed to the practice squad. Uh, I, I, you might say Rex Burkhead's going to catch the passes. Okay. Like Damian Pierce is going to get the ball a lot. 
Like Robbie yeah, Smith asked. I gotta like, say, I I remember one week last year, I had Rex Burkhead at like minimum price, like two percent ownership, and he went ham. It was great. He does that. He definitely does that. It's about as that's about all. It's probably gonna happen. Um, but like Lovey Smith, even in the preseason, they're like, we're a running football team. Like he's still that mindset because like I love Lovey, but that's who he is. Like he's defense and run game, and this looks to be the starter. So you think um, you think that beard is trying to slice oh, people up through the air? No. Oh my god, that beard is amazing. That beard could do whatever it wants. That's um, that's what that's what the running game's all about. Posing yeah, the will. And that exactly. beard is here to impose will. Now, I do think he's going to be absolutely overdrafted in probably every draft. But if you drafted him early at, like, round 10-plus, like, you're cooking. So uh, that's that's what this whole segment's about. Did you know that? <laughs> I did. Not cooking, a.k.a. booking. Uh, it's going to be <laughs> Usman. This guy lost so many people, so many money, so much money. Has to be. So many parlays ruined. I know he got me good. All right, so Usman is like, right, pound for pound, like the best fighter in the world, probably UFC. Um, dude's just clinical. Uh, he and now like he was a grappler, and now he can knock people out. So it's like, okay, yeah, I want to bet on him. Mega favorite, yeah. uh, winning the whole fight. You know, kind of just doing his thing, being kind of tactical and everything. And then like a minute left in the fifth round, dude Edwards just comes out with a kick and just connects. Like, it was one of the best head kicks I've ever seen because normally, like, in UFC, when you knock somebody out, like, the guy that is the person that knocked the other guy out usually, like, jumps down and starts beating on the guy, right? Because they don't anticipate that. He knew right. as soon as he connected, it was lights <laughs> out. He crumbled him. It was like a folding chair. It was hilarious. Um, but, I mean, not for my bank account, but for... Not for my bank account, he says. Just, just, just for the lulls. And it's just yeah. disappointing you stay up all night for that fight. Uh, you lose money, but the fight itself, if you weren't betting, was absolutely ridiculous. Because I guarantee oh, I nobody had that coming. Um, yeah, that was dope. Uh, not for Usman though; he's booking. Also booking. Our boy, <laughs> Gabe Davis. He's our boy, right? Yeah, we, we love him. Totes, totes, my goats. So here's a tweet for all you other Gabe Davis lovers of wide receivers with 200 plus routes run. Last season, Gabriel Davis ranked 51st in target rate. <laughs> Some other notable people that he was behind LaVisca Chanel, <laughs> Corey Davis, Ray Ray McLeod, my favorite name on this list, Julio Jones, Miko Harmon, Marvis, Marvin Jones. Okay. We are DGen fantasy people so we know who ray ray mcleod is if if i wasn't i would have thought that was a name from the key and peel east east first west game <laughs> or like a baseball player from 1892 <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, is he still on the steelers i don't even know no he's on the niners no oh, good call i didn't even see i mean but Gabe Davis, you know, he just needs more routes. More he just sucks. That's all he needs. Yeah. He does not suck. That's too far. <laughs> <laughs> but the people that are drafting him, like, above Hollywood, have fun I with that. I would say his I'm, – I'm going to find it right now. His is Yeah, go look absurd. up his ADB. I'll keep going. But it's just like 
I mean, I get it. Bill's offense, I want a piece of that. You know, he should take the next step, ascending. I get that. But, I mean, Stephon Diggs is who you want. And then I Wide like receiver, Knox. 25. Okay, so it's going around the same level of, as Hollywood, I guess. All right. Yeah. So it's not as bad. But I think in, like, like sharp drafts or, like, expert drafts, I think he's going much higher. Like, in my yeah, best balls, right. he's always going before um, before Hollywood every single time. All right. Whack. Our last book. Ooh, this one's real rough. Uh, <laughs> you might need to cover your ears, some of you people. Trey Sermon Drafters. Like, was it not already bad enough? <laughs> like, did they not at least uh, have a little hope? Like, maybe if there's some injuries, he can get a chance again. Dude, straight up cut. Kyle Shanahan. Are you, you not entertained? Are you not entertained? That's Kyle Dude. Shanahan. Never trust a Shanny running back. No. I mean, can we learn my lesson louder? I learned my lesson. I blew blew my load and spent all my fab on Eli Mitchell and sold him at as high as I could have. <laughs> never trust a I, I will never trust a Shanny running back. Now maybe I'll be burned. Maybe there'll be a guy who ends up getting the bulk of the carries, but I will believe that shit when I see it. Right. Um, but yeah, he's cut. I don't know what. Don't and don't do the buy the dip thing. Just stop right now. There is no dip. <laughs> That we're at a valley and we're gonna stay at this valley. Just move on. Cut your losses. Just enjoy the scenery. Don't pull a me and buy Terrace Marshall because you think you're buying a dip. <laughs> Sometimes you just gotta let go of JJ Arcega Whiteside. Yep, yeah, we can keep going. We can keep going. Um freaking uh Lynn Bowman. God dang, I love that guy so much coming on. He was Kentucky. I loved him. Anyway, go on of the week. Us, everybody. Only one answer. We're all Guans. Everyone. Football fans. You're Guan. You're Guan. You're Guan. You're Guan. You're Guan. You're Guan.